Welcome to Creatives. This is Ken Lennox. Today's going to be kind of interesting because I don't have a really well-formed thought about what this episode is going to be. So I'll just be creative and share with you some of my thoughts. I just went through a period of time where I had a enormous burst of creative energy. I had some manuscripts lying around for years that I hadn't finished, and I finished up some books and uh, put them out as ebooks. You can find them um, pretty much any Barnes and Noble has them. And I'm in the process of finishing a new album, a new musical album. And it was an interesting project because years ago, I've been. You probably get the idea from these podcasts that I'm kind of God intoxicated. But I had a relationship with God when I was early, six years old, maybe five years old even. I didn't understand. I didn't know scripture. I didn't know clerics. I didn't know anything except that I just knew about God. It's really strange when I was young. And all my life, you know, I've had an interesting relationship with Christianity. I consider myself a Christian. Uh, I was a church leader uh, and and now find myself in a different state. I've had two near-death experiences, and the result of those experiences, I no longer have faith, I have knowing. And interestingly enough, that knowing really had my mind and spirit go to the idea of creativity. That's what this podcast is really about. Because it came to me that the communication from the universe or God or the logos or whatever you're comfortable with saying or being with is, is a creative process. And every religion on the planet speaks to this in some way about creating your life in, in a certain way and being in relationship with that logos, that energy in the universe. Now for myself, it, I've had a very long life, often difficult, and I suppose that's kind of where I have the seed of a conversation to have in that life being difficult doesn't mean that it's bad. It doesn't mean even at the time you're going through some difficulties, no money, being broke, being bankrupt, being sick, all of those things that happen in life are not bad. We see, we see them as bad, but it might be more important to see them, and I look at my life in hindsight, as forging in a fire hardening of steel, giving you a much better perspective of the world. Can you imagine, and I know so many of you have had a very easy life. You know, you are you were raised by wonderful parents. You went through college having a great time. Who knows what you did in college? That's up to you. 
But then you got a, a great job. You have all the money in the world. You married the right mate. You have great children. And I'm sure in the middle of the night you go, oh, my God. I got to do something. I don't think it's good for a human being to have a pampered life. Particularly not good for a creative person. I'm not saying embrace what's difficult or what's making you suffer. But I am saying learn from it. Because it gives you an insight and a motivation to be creative. Might even be a way of hooning your antenna. Hooning, that's an interesting word. Hoon, is that right? Hoon? I guess so. Hooning your antenna to be more receptive to those energies that are coming in. I often speak esoterically, and I, I can be more practical than that. I can simply say that when you've gone through difficulty, the way you look at the world has changed. Effective change. Clearly, the difference of seeing one side of the thing and then seeing the other side of the thing. We took a drive last week. We went out, and there's a mountain drive here in Southern California on the Sierras, where one side is great forest, and the other side looks right down on the desert floor, 5,000 feet below. And it's interesting that you look down at that desert and you looked over at the trees. And you might take it in stride. You might say, oh, that's pretty. But there's an interesting dichotomy between those two ways of being. This side has water and rain and greenery and everything. And this side is barren and ugly. But what our mind does with that is like, oh, well, green, good, desert, bad. I, whatever our mind does, it makes it up. It reacts to it. And that's the same thing with creativity. You can stand in the green and look down at the desert. And you're experiencing one thing while experiencing another at the same time. A completely opposite point of view. Now, a creative person can get something remarkable in that moment of being in the forest and then looking down at the desert. What would that create in a creative person's mind? If that creative person was a painter, what would be the painting that they would paint from that? Would there be both green and desert? Would there be a way of communicating that? If it was a novelist, what would be the human equivalent of a green and lush forest or a dry, barren desert 6,000 feet below. You can begin to see what I'm saying, is it that that's the way our minds work. You know, and as a creative person, the expression of that experience can manifest in many, many ways. Now, the other side of this conversation is, I'm in a particular mode right now. I don't have any creative projects to work on. I'm just about to finish up the album. I've already done all the covers and everything. It's all set to go. I got three songs I got to do a little tweaking on, and the rest is all going to come out. 
I want to get back to the story about that, by the way. I've lived a long life. I've had all these experiences. About 10 years ago, I had a conversation with God. You want to call it a prayer? That's fine. It was, it was, to me, it's a conversation with God. I don't formalize that conversation. It wasn't a deal-making conversation, but it was very simply that I was asking God, could we not have it be so difficult in my later years? That can be construed as saying have more money, more balance, whatever that is, just to be more comfortable and not have so many difficult things happen. I did get an answer, and the answer was actually a conversation where God said, make a faith album for me. Now, that doesn't sound too difficult. I mean, it's, you might say I'm crazy because I think I heard God, but I did. It affected me really badly because I was thinking to myself, I have conflict about faith. I have knowing, you know, that God is there. But my journey in life with organized religion and faith has been very complex and contradicting. And I was telling myself, well, Lord, I'm not going to do praise music like I've seen in some churches. I hate I don't like it. I don't like that. I don't like the fact that the humanity in the church is denied and all it is is just raising, you know, your hands in the air and having a good feeling. And humanity is missing in that. I mean, part of a part of us being a human being has, is that it's difficult for us and the choices we make are often part of that difficulty and those choices are not always good that's the whole idea of forgiveness and understanding and compassion you know that's what all the religious leaders in the world have always said i understand your difficulty your i'm going to use the vernacular your need to sin it has to do with the difficulty of life and so I, I didn't want to do the album. So for 10 years, I would put, as you're going to find my music, all my albums, I would always put a song in every album that had a religious feel to it. But most of those songs were about human difficulty and overcoming them and maybe having God be a conversation in the song to say, God, you know, forgive me. I can't do it any other way. I don't know how to do it another way. And that's the nature of those songs. So I finally did this album. I don't know what kind of controversy will create. My Christian friends might hate me for it because it wasn't, isn't their mindset or their worldview of how a religious album should be. It's not a religious album. I make that, I just want to make that point clear. It's a conversation that people have in life with God. That That is the nature of the album. And when it comes out, you can go listen to it and have your opinion about it. It may cause some controversy. Even to the point where when we were working out the other day, I had a moment of like, oh my God, what have I done? Sort of over, overwhelmed me. But the point is right now, I'm sort of not doing projects. I'm kind, And I find myself being very uncomfortable not having a project. I've always had a project. I always make a point. I think most creative people that I know 
are kind of that way. They have to have a project to work on or their life just seems kind of, ugh, it becomes agitating. It's not working that way. So I don't know what the point of this conversation is ultimately other than the fact that there's a recognition of difficulty, and there may be the fact that I don't have a project is a difficulty that is setting me up for the next project. And I have to be okay with that. I have to breathe through it because I will always get some in inspirations. It'll come from someplace. And in that, I can always trust. So right now, even to the point of what to talk about on this podcast, kind of gave me some anxiety. I didn't really know what I was going to talk about. Now, look, I've managed to talk over 12 minutes now <laughs> and having nothing to talk about. Anyway, being a creative person is a gift. It is a gift. It is a privilege given to us by the universe, by the logos, whatever. And in that creative space, there will always be a conversation for what's better in us to be as a human being, to keep doing the things that better humanity. So I will leave it with this prayer, this wish, that all of you put away your hatred, your anger, your fear, and put yourself at a higher state and and be happy with your life and with your people around you and your loved ones, even though they've taken that away from us with this COVID nonsense. I know you're gonna give me cards and letters, I don't care. I mean they're taking it they're taking away our humanity in in every moment. Don't fall for it. Just love your people, love your family, love your friends, be in a high state and be thankful that you're creatives. Just a note to let you know that there's lots of ways that you can support what I do, and all of it would be deeply appreciated. I have a Patreon site, Creatives Ken Lennick. I have a webpage, KenLennick.com. All of my albums for the last 40 years are on Spotify. Go to the artist search and put in my name, Ken Lennick, and it'll take you to all of the albums and all of my music over the last 35, 40 years. Pick out a song and put it on your playlist. That would be very helpful and supportive. I have books for sale on Amazon Books. Again, put the author Ken Lennick in, and you'll see that these are some scary books, poetry, and short stories, anthologies that I wrote when I was ill and on a lot of morphine. So there may be some of that, if you're interested in what happens when someone is on morphine and writes horror stories, there you are. Well, Happy New Year and blessings to you for a brand new year. And may this one be a really, really good one. Yeah.